What's up, boxing fans? This is Sides of Boxing with your host, JJ Sermon. In this podcast, JJ gives an in-depth analysis of nearly every fight, from undercards to main events. Now, let's get into the ring. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sides of Boxing. I'm your host, JJ Sermon, and on today's episode, I'm going to talk about the new fights that just happened this past week which included Shakur Stevenson and Jesse Magdaleno. So let's get straight into it. All right, so boxing is officially back. Top Rank did it first, and they had two uh, cards. One of them was on Tuesday, June 9th, and the other one was on Thursday, June 11th. The one on Tuesday, which was on June 9th, included Shakur Stevenson headlining, and this was such a big deal for me because it was finally back. The anticipation was real. We was I was really getting concerned because the NBA was trying to come back in July. I knew the other sports were trying to get back, like golf, as well as tennis and all the other ones. So I knew it was starting to get real. And I was like, dang, when is boxing going to step into there? Because UFC has been doing this, I don't know, for almost a month now. So they, they pretty much in there. But we, on the other hand, I was like, when is boxing going to get ready? And they finally did it. They had a good card. Um, with regards to Shakur Stevenson, and I'm just going to go straight into it and tell you what happened on June the 9th when it came to the first boxing match since coronavirus, coronavirus. (laughs) So let's get straight into it. On Shakur Stevenson card, there were uh, a couple good fights that were in the undercard, which I want to just discuss really quick because, like, I'm a true boxing fan, so I really watch even the fights that most people may not know because that's what you do when you enjoy sport and you really like it and you want to learn some things. So one of the fighters that I wanted to mention definitely, one of my, the guys that I've been watching since the Olympics when he beat Shakur Stevenson, which is Robesi Ramirez. He improved his record to three wins, uh, one loss, and two and three KOs actually now because he got a KO win against Uriah um, Agdujar. And this was a, a, a fight that just was a six-round fight in the feather, featherweight division. And he ended up uh, knocking him out in the, in the first round, knocked him down twice, and then that was all she wrote. So that was it for him. But uh, Robesi Ramirez, he's a guy that you got to keep your eye on. Because he's very, very good. Two-time Olympic gold medalist. And he has the skills. He's now developing the power. And three straight wins. And he's going to continue to keep um, making some nice noise in a featherweight division. That's the 126-pound division. And I look forward to what he's going to do in the next few years, man. Because he's definitely going to make some noise. Like I keep saying. Like, I'm really serious. Like, this guy is really, really good. And I hope you all are understanding and keeping that name Um in your on your radar because the name Robesi Ramirez is a really 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 good fighter. Other than him, I want to get into there's a few other people. So, um, uh, Cortavius Cash he improved his record to 12 and two with um, seven KOs. This is an, uh, a fight in which it was a six rounder in the middleweight division. He got a win and. Also, uh, Jared Anderson, he's a heavyweight in the, in America from Toledo, Ohio. He won and improved his record to 4-0, um, and he has four KOs. So, 
Um, keep your eye out on him. He sparred Tyson Fury um, for that fight against Deontay Wilder, the second one. And you see how that result went for Tyson Fury. So his sparring partners definitely played a part in helping him get that confidence to beat Deontay Wilder the way he did. So um, that's all the, the undercard fights for the Tuesday fight. I now want to get into the main fight with Shakur Stevenson versus Felix Caraballo. Shakur Stevenson came into this fight with 13 wins, zero losses with seven KOs, which means he's undefeated in his campaign. And he's from New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, to be exact. And he is the reigning right now WBO uh, featherweight champion, but he is currently moving up to junior lightweight, which is 130 pound division. Felix Calarabalo came into this fight with 13 wins, one loss and two draws. And he had nine KOs in his campaign. And this was a 10-round fight, like I said, in a junior lightweight division, which is the 130-pound division. And the way that this fight started off, um, Shakur came in uh, with the confidence. Felix Car Caraballo, he, he came like he was willing to uh, make it a tough night for Shakur Stevenson. But it wasn't like that when the fight started. When the fight happened... Um, it came down to Shakur just doing what Shakur does best. And Shakur just plays a a, a good role at um, baiting his opponents, keeping the distance, uh, moving in and moving out. He can move out of range so quickly and get back in range so fast. And he can bang with you like he can be in the pocket and bang. And he can get back outside definitely like an expert of keeping that distance and just like out jabbing you and just making you... Uh, very, very uncomfortable in the ring. So in the first round, uh, Shakur Stevenson got a knockdown in the first round. And then after that, um, as the rounds kept going on, Shakur Stevenson, like I said, he was just controlling the ring, controlling the way that uh, Felix was coming in. And he was dictating the pace. His ring generalship was just A1. And he was doing everything he needed to do. A lot of times he was throwing that left hand and it was landing clean. He was throwing a, a, a straight left. And it was landing smoothly, and he was landing some great body shots with the right hand. And those are the type of things that started wearing down on him because he noticed that he couldn't knock him out because he was a tough competitor um, going to the head. So he started slowly, like as the rounds were going on, going to the body. But in round five, um, he got an injury, Shakur. He bruised his left hand. Um, like I said, because he was throwing that left hand, he was leading with it a lot of the time. And um, he ended up bruising around five. And so you started to see that because he was like shaking it a little bit. So it was hurting a little bit. But I mean, he kept pushing through. And then in round six, he caught uh, Felix with a Shakur caught Felix with a nice body shot, an amazing body shot. Um, and it landed right inside. Um, in a sense, in solar place, like right in the, in the in the stomach. And then it just boom, dropped him straight on the floor. And he couldn't get back up. Like, took the win out of him, and he was done from there. And Shakur got the win. He got a TKO win in round six. And he improved his record to 14 wins and nine KOs. And he threw 115 power punches in this fight. And it only went into round six. So he was definitely uh, putting in some work and throwing some shots with conviction. Now I want to get into the fights that happened on Thursday. Thursday was the fights that uh, included Jesse Magdaleno. So... Let's talk about that. So on June 11th, this was a Thursday, 
2020, there was another fight on top rank uh, card that headlined Jesse Magdaleno. Now, I'm going to talk about the undercard fights right now. Just some quick people that I saw that did really good. Um, one of the person, really the only person that I really want to talk about was Adam Lopez. Um, he fought Luis Correa. And this was a 10-round fight in the featherweight division. And this fight right here was ridiculous. Like, they was going at it, like, left and right, trading blows. It should have been a draw, but they was going at it, man. Not to say, no, nah, no, nah, it really wasn't that much defense, man. They was just going at it, man. They was launching a lot of bombs, going left and right. Both of them bruised up. It looked like they went through a war. But it was very, very, very entertaining. But I was looking at, like, some of them shots, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> because it was just so crazy, man. Like, some of them shots, I was like, y'all can't be. Come on, man. So, somebody got to. So, this is this is too much sometimes. Like, you're looking at it like, dang, man. Now, you ain't going to pivot, move, get out. Get out. I mean, come on now. Like, block defense, guard yourself a little bit more, get some breath. I mean, they was going at it. Um, Very entertaining fight, like I said. Um. Just poking some fun, but yeah, that Adam Lopez ended up winning. Uh, he improved his record of fourteen and two, but definitely he even said that was the toughest fight of his career. I mean, but I don't blame him because that was very, very tough, definitely tough. And now let me get into the main event fight, which is Jesse Magdaleno versus uh, Yafiel Vicente. Jesse Magdaleno came into this fight with twenty-seven wins. One loss in 18 KOs versus Yafiel Vicente, which came into this fight with 36 wins, four losses, and two draws with 28 KOs in one no contest. Now, this was a 10-round fight in the junior lightweight division, which is the 130-pound division. And this fight right here is one that I will probably always remember for the rest of my life because it was so bizarre. Now, let me get into uh, Vicente because he has been a guy who never got knocked out. Let's just say it like that. And he's been a he's, – he's like a veteran, man. He's a guy that you can't push over. He's going to come forward. He's going to pressure you a lot. Jesse Magdaleno is a southpaw who's very slick, very skilled, has uh, toughness like no other, and he knows how to box. And he has an uh, amazing right hand. So that's a little like synopsis of both of these fighters. Now, when this fight happened, man, I couldn't believe how it kind of like started off and how it just kept unfolding as each round went on. So in round one, uh, Jesse Magdaleno um, hit um, Vicente with a right hook in the first round. And when he hit him with that right hook in the first round and knocked him down and I was like, oh, OK. Okay, I was like, he ain't never got knocked out, but it might be the night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This might be the night for uh, Vicente. But then it didn't. It, he got up, kept fighting. But usually, like both of, like he got a knockdown in the first round, but it happened because Vicente was coming in trying to corner uh, Jesse Magdaleno, and he wasn't having it. And like he kind of like baited him to come forward. And while he was like throwing punches, he caught him with a counter, like a check right hook, and it just like boop knocked him. And straight to the back, uh, ground because he was off balance when he got hit. So after that, then there was something very bizarre um, a few rounds later. And what happened was 
there was like a, a point where uh, Vicente was hitting Jesse Magdalena with a bunch of low blows. And it got to the point where one time he hit him with a clear low blow. Like it was so clear of a low blow. And when he hit him with it, uh, Jesse was like, oh, like he kind of like said like, like this really hurt. So he was like, ah, and then Vicente hit him in the face like immediately after because he wasn't protected. And Jesse like hit the ground like he like got knocked out. And I was like, oh, snap. I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then when it happened, they gave him about five minutes. He recovered. And then the ref deducted uh, two points for a low blow. And then uh, two points as soon as uh, Jesse got back up. Uh, Vicente got two points deducted. And then... As when they started fighting again, Vicente threw another low blow. It seemed like this one was on accident, but it was another low blow. And then the referee, which is Robert Bird, um, he ended up deducting another point away from him. So that was three points in one round alone. Bruh. Mind you, he already got knocked down in round one. So I'm like, what are you doing? You know? And then this, and then in round five, uh, again, the same scenario. Jesse Magdaleno was backing up. Vicente was coming in reckless, and he caught him with another check uh, hook and then knocked him down in the, uh, round five. And that's another knockdown. And I mean, like, how many points is he down at this point? And so pretty much from that point on, he was pretty much just trying to coast, just trying to get through the round, Jesse. And he was grabbing a lot. Like, Jesse was making sure that uh, Vicente wouldn't, uh, like, throw a fury of punches. So he would... He would grab, grapple and make sure that he wouldn't uh, get caught by them, which is a smart strategy because Vicente looked like he was mad a lot of the time, like whenever he was getting points deducted, and he looked like he was trying to do dirty shots. And even in round 10, this is the last round, man. I was like, oh, well, we almost done. Round 10, another low blow to start the fight. And the ref was like, and then he, no, but then he got hit with another little blow, and the ref deducted another point. I'm like, bro, just disqualify this man. And he did it deliberately that time. And, and I mean, he was doing it deliberately in the past, but just in round 10, like, like come on, it's the end of the end of the fight, and he did it again. And then he did another low blow after he just lost a point, and then referee Robert Bird just called the fight off because he couldn't stand it no more. He was trying to give uh, Vicente another shot, but homeboy was playing, man. He was doing way too much. And he was such a dirty fighter, man. And that, and stuff like that is like stuff. I mean, like that's why I said I'm never gonna forget this fight because I've never seen it. Like personally watching somebody do such like dirty low blows deliberately to hurt this guy, man. It was so crazy. Um, but that's how the fight went, and Jesse Magdaleno got the win. They said that Vicente may face some deeper repercussions, like and consequences, because of what he did in that fight. Which he should because that is unacceptable. And if they don't, if he don't get punished for it, then there's gonna be more fighters that think they can get away with it. So I hope they punish him a little bit more for it because that is so wrong what he did to Jesse uh, Magdaleno. Yeah, but that's that's how that fight went, man. So that's um that's what that was uh, all the fights that happened this this week. It was really fun. Very excited. I'm glad boxing is back. And as a summary, I just want to talk about some things that I noticed and some things that I just want to go over. One thing that I want to just quickly point out, uh, it was a lot of mismatches um, on both of the cards um, that happened this past week. Now, mismatches have been happening um, throughout boxing, but like it really made me like feel like 
I was back to how I was before when like my my anticipation was so high, but it just kind of like sunk once I was getting fights that was ending in the first round ending so quickly like like it was it was some people in there that you was like why are they even boxers like they look like they shouldn't even be in the same like in the ring like fighting on tv like it was like some embarrassment man i was like like some of these guys are like you know what i'm saying like olympians probably like great amateur records and they find scrubs like and i'm just like man this is just a waste of time just for a paycheck i just think that that's like something i'm still frustrated about a little bit because i feel like like we need to do something about making it a little bit better, man, because uh, we need some more entertaining fights. And fights like that, I mean, it's just going to make people have padded records. And then when they get knocked out, when they face a better competitor, actually face a test, um, it's going it's gonna to be all that much worse. And this concludes this episode of Sides of Boxing. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening all the way to the end. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a positive rating. And tell a friend to tell a friend that they're boxing fans because I'm going to continue to give out great content each and every week. And be on the lookout for next week. I mean, we got Joshua Greer as well as Emmanuel Navarrete at the end of the week. Um, So stay tuned for that and God bless.